It's time to get informed and inspired. This is Saturday Morning Live, sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, and Linden Sheet Metal on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Saturday Morning Live. This is Rachel Novak. I am a local real estate team leader and the host of Studio CEO Podcast. I'm filling in for Becky Taylor, who usually rocks this show. She happens to be my mother. I'm really excited to be here, especially excited for my guest. I've got my girl, Christy Campbell, here with me today. Now, Christy's the founder of Fit Me Nutrition and Coaching. She is a NCI certified nutrition coach, CrossFit Level 2 trainer, and ISSA certified personal trainer. She also has the USAW Advanced Sports Performance Coaching Certificate. She's a Navy veteran. She's a mom of two boys. Sorry about that, guys. We've got uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> we love we love a little music in the morning. Let's. Christy created Fit Me because she believes that the solution to a healthy lifestyle and weight gain, negative body image, is fundamentally different healthy habits. So that's what we're going to talk about today, guys. Welcome, Christy. I'm so excited to, to have you here. Um, you know, guys, she's the perfect person to talk on this subject. Uh, every single time that I've been on this show with Becky, um, I brought my friend Greg Anderson on this show last year. Um, it's been kind of political. Got a little dicey. Got a little spicy. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm all for a little bit spicy. So while I've done political stuff, we're kind of coming into a different space now. I believe that this topic is something that everybody can agree on, but the mindset around it is kind of going to be the spicy part, okay? Christy and I both believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but no one is coming to save you. It is your responsibility to become aware enough of the system and the cycle of the sickness that we're in. There's a crazy my mic just went out. There is this crazy obsession with food in our culture. And Christy sees this all this time as a nutrition coach. Food addiction creates obesity. It creates health issues, mental health issues, emotional health issues. It disrupts friendships and relationships. Now, health problems at, because of this now perpetuate doctor visits and pharmaceutical dependencies. So now... You're in the system. So before we get too deep into <laughs> this rabbit hole, Christy, please give us a quick background and what it is your main focus is with the Fit Me coaching nutrition programs. Well, I think what you said about how no one's coming to save you is sort of this, first we have to even acknowledge the fact that we just have this assumption that we're just cruising along just fine. And I think that's where most people find themselves in regards to their body is I'll just put this off because there's going to be a better season. There's going to be another time. There's going to be I'll have time for that later. And mm -hmm. that's just not true. And so I grew up in 80s, 90s kid. Right. So it's like I grew up eating Hamburger Helper and the Gushers and my mom 
was a single mom, worked two jobs. She wasn't home a lot, so it was like feed yourself. So I had to eat like Nutty Buddy bars. And I remember going to school and thinking like three Otis Spunkmeyer cookies and a bag of popcorn and a chocolate <laughs> milk. That was lunch. Okay, I, I swear, this this generation, we love charcuterie and mimosas because we were raised on Sunny D and Lunchables. Yeah, Sunny D, I can still <laughs> taste it on the roof of my mouth. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I was fed, and so I'm grateful for that. I was not hungry. However, my idea of healthy food was Weight Watchers microwave meals mm-hmm. or smart ones or spray butter or Diet Coke. So I was like, regular food is like the Papa John's pizza and the gigantic two liters of Dr. Pepper that we were drinking. And then healthy food is this other stuff. And that was my mindset around it because that's just what I knew. And so that's why I'm saying it's almost like, well, this idea of, no one's coming to save you. I didn't know I needed to be saved, to be honest. That's I was just like, point. this is just how you eat. And that was the food that was everywhere. So you go to the grocery store, it's in your face. It's marketed to yep. you. It's it, and in, our, in our growing up, we still watched, you know, Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. and you could see the commercials. Um, they started doing product placement around that time. So you just saw this stuff and it was just what it was. And I remember my first exposure to thinking, and I was really lucky, I think, because I didn't struggle with my weight as a kid, although I was kind of eating very highly processed food diet and lots of kind of junk food. I didn't struggle with my weight. I was very active. And my first encounter with um, my weight was actually at the Naval Academy. So I went to the Naval Academy for college, and we had to make weight, and we had to fit Mm. into our uniforms. And it was my first introduction into, okay, well, I guess I need to go on a diet so that I can fit into my uniform and I guess I need to do some exercise to lose weight and exercise to me had always been fun it had always been soccer and you know Mm -hmm. playing outside and capture the flag and fun stuff like that and this was my first introduction to oh well you need to go do the elliptical machine for an hour (laughs) the not fun exercise (laughs) that is what (laughs) your body is going to do so you can make weight and then instead of eating you know whatever food you would like to eat um, we're going to have boiled chicken breast, um, soy milk, <laughs> and hard-boiled eggs. That's what they gave us on our diet. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And so, again, it was sort of like perpetuating this thing, but now I was aware, okay, yeah. I'm supposed to lose weight, <clears throat> and I can't just eat whatever because in my mindset, too, I was like, well, I'm programmed to be overweight. My mm-hmm. mom had always struggled with her weight, so I was like, well, this is my genetic birthright. I'm going to be overweight, so I'm always going to have to fight against this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, I have a crappy metabolism or I'm just somebody who gains weight easily and it it became this frame that I lived under so all of a sudden food which was on autopilot wasn't eating well didn't really know it became this thing that was an enemy yeah you know okay Okay, it's gonna make me fat or it's gonna be something I don't like yep and then exercise which used to be fun and challenging and move my body became trade-off for eating so it's like okay well if we're gonna eat that fun stuff and go have a couple drinks or some ice cream. Well, then we're going to do an extra hour on the elliptical because we have to make weight. And so it was something that from watching my mom struggle with her weight, going to Weight Watchers for years and years and years, and then also this experience in the Navy, I found myself after my second son, 40 pounds overweight. My baby weight had become my body weight. I had created the exact thing I was afraid of. I was, you know, 40, 50 pounds overweight. I wasn't doing anything fun around sports or activities. And I was like, how do I get out of here? And the only thing I knew was diets. No Mm. one had ever introduced me how to take care of my body, how to eat, Mm -hmm. how to challenge my body. 
And instead, it was just the diets being, you know, more join Weight Watchers, join Jenny Craig, join Metafast, Brazilian butt lift, you know? Yeah, exactly. So really, the what you're saying is the, really the first step to changing your life around this entire subject, which we'll, we're going to get into how that connects mm-hmm. with, of course, the system, is just becoming aware yeah. that you need to do it, which is kind of a phenomenon. I think that you're totally spot on that so many people were brought up thinking and knowing you know, this is diet food when it's low fat and when it, you know, there was this huge push in the 80s, right? Everything's low fat and a diet, everything. Well, you've got so many additives coming into that food to pull nutrients out of it in order for it to be less calories, yeah. right? So that's kind of the first experience for you. And th- you're thinking, sold right? the junk and then you're sold the diet. Yeah, exactly. You're sold both. It's designed for that. Yes. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting to kind of think about how that ties into overall mental and emotional health, right? Because knowing knowing that you're dealing with diet food as opposed to whole food that will give you the nutrients and seeing it as an enemy, in your words, right, is an incredible way to frame this entire conversation because uh, we've got to really get down to the mental aspect of food first. But first, we have to take a break. Yeah. All right. We are back. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC Electrical, and Plumbing. We are grateful to have served you for over 50 years. As a thank you for choosing Barron, we're giving back through our Barron Furnace Fund this holiday season. Thanks to you, our team is thrilled to be able to give a furnace to three families in need of heat this winter. Here at Barron, we know the importance of keeping your home safe, warm, and comfortable. The Furnace Fund will provide proper heat for a family that would otherwise go without. So as the weather gets cold, help us eliminate one more worry for those in need by giving the warmth of a furnace. If you know a family that can benefit from this gift, we want to hear about it. Visit barronheating.com for details and to recommend a deserving family now through November 30th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Ready to upgrade your comfort system? For a limited time, Barron is offering a free water heater with the purchase of a new heating and cooling system. Don't wait. Call Barron for details today. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. This is Rachel Novak, your host today, filling in for my mother, Becky Taylor. And I'm here with my good friend, Christy Campbell, the owner of Fit Me Nutrition and Coaching. We are discussing food and diet culture and this is not necessarily political, and yet there is so much politi- politicization around this subject. So 
we've kind of covered becoming aware of the food that we eat, right? Mm-hmm. We've kind of become aware of the, the stuff that's in the food and the enemy with which a lot of our culture makes good food and good exercise. So I want to kind of get into uh, your coaching experience and seeing a lot of people through these big lifestyle transformations. Speak to what you see people struggling with the most in regards to their their relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was sharing before, I think we're never going to stop hearing all of the the things that we should do. So, for example, again, you can eat all the junk food. It's always going to be marketed to you. It's always going to be in your face and commercialized. You're going to always be sold all the diets, all the solutions. And so real transformation starts when we start to accept that that's always going to be there. And we actually have to take ownership over our body and how we want to feel and how we want to live. And so in my coaching experience, that is really the first piece. It's kind of saying like, There's not going to be a perfect time. It has to be now. This is the only body I have. I have to start learning to take care of it. No one is going to do it for me. I'm certainly not going to be marketed the foods that I should eat. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be sold diets and pharmaceuticals and all the things as a solution. So I actually need to take control of this. And so when it comes to food stuff, really the first thing is to start to think about, well, what kind of food actually nourishes my body? Like what food gives me energy? What food helps me be strong? What food helps my digestive system feel good? Like what food helps my body let go of stored body fat? And so then we start to think of food as sort of this positive thing, this fuel. And then we can make choices that are like, well, I know why I would want to eat a piece of fish and broccoli and rice right now because there's really great stuff in the fish to build muscle. And those broccolis are going to give my body nutrients that it needs to be healthy. And the rice is going to give me energy to like chase my kids or, you know, and so then food becomes something different. So that's really the beginning of sort of this transformation because one is taking ownership. No, nobody's going to do it for you. There is no right time. And then two, like, let's start putting positive things in. Yeah. I think something that you said there was absolutely key. You know, our entire, so we're elder millennials, I like to mm-hmm. consider ourselves, right? So um, we're not in the millennial crew necessarily. We've, you know, we're business owners. We're like strong moms. We're strong women. Um, and so we've kind of had that awareness and then taken ownership over our health and our fitness and what we put in our bodies. But you guys, listen, the the foods that are good for you, the things that are actually good for your body are not profitable. No. So they're never going to be marketed. That's what you said. They're never going to be you're When you're watching TV, when you're scrolling through your Facebook and Instagram, you're seeing all these ads for things. You're sold diet culture. You're sold quick fixes. You're sold lifestyle transformations based on a, somebody else making a profit off of your experience. Whereas if you take the mindset and understand that nobody's coming to save you, you have to take ownership over your health and your life, it's not going to be very sexy. It's no. not It's not going to be very profitable for somebody else. No. And in fact, like I've distilled it down and fit me to just a couple basic things that I wish someone had told me. And the funny thing is, is that they're so simple. They are absolutely not profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is not to drink your calories all the time, mm-hmm. right? Super simple. Um, that's basic. One is that... We shouldn't put it in our house if we wouldn't want it there on our worst day. And what that means is like if you know that you stress eat a whole like load of Oreos, don't buy it and put it in your house. It Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't have Oreos. Just give yourself that boundary. Give Mm -hmm. yourself that space, right? We want to move our body every day for 30 minutes. That's, I mean, super simple. Nobody's going to make money off of you going outside and taking a walk. But that is going to be fundamental (laughs) into you like feeling better. And one thing for me, and again, I this was something that I personally shifted. Not everybody has to do this, but I took fast food away as an option. 
Mm-hmm. It's not that I said it was bad. I can never have it again. I just started to say, like, if this was not an option, what would I eat? Yep. What could I make at home? What could I choose that is more nourishing for my body? Because I was really reliant on it. Um, especially with little kids, it was like totally. drive-through, drive-through, It's easy. Drive-through. Yeah, it's easy yeah. and it's cheap. And so for me, that was just something simple that somebody said, like, if somebody had told me that if I just simply made, like, a couple boundaries, I could start making better choices for me and my family, then that would have been so relieving. And then if I just knew that building a plate was as simple as, like, putting protein on it, some veggies, a quality carb, and a healthy fat, and that is how you eat well, nobody had ever told me that. Yeah, I, I think that one of... One of the biggest uh, myths in our culture is the the energy surrounding like boredom, right? And 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 people getting into this space where they don't really know what else to do. They don't they they start feeling bored, so they eat, or they start feeling bored, so they drink, or they they alter their body or their mind in some way. And then this starts leading into we need to go to the doctor because something is wrong with me. Yeah. I need to go to the doctor because I feel depressed because I'm overweight and I don't know what's wrong with my thyroid, my adrenals, my this and that. And I'm not I'm not saying that those things don't happen and aren't real for a significant amount of people. But what we need to understand is the things that are truly good for us as individuals, the the things that really, really tie into the longevity of life that we want to have, those things will never be marketed to us because the things that are marketed to us are are the things that create money. They're the things that create profit for doctors, for pharmaceutical companies. And so, unfortunately, in our society, guys, doctors aren't always brought in and taught preventive measures, right? Where, like you said, if I'm feeling down and if I'm having a rough day, a 30-minute walk outside to get fresh air, some cool air on my face, like move my body a little bit, will literally do the exact same thing to your body physiologically that some medications do. Am I, am I wrong about that? No, I mean, and that's just it. There is a place for doctors of medication, but almost any good doctor would also tell you that there's a bunch of lifestyle things you can do that are going to make a big difference. Right. But we, even, even us, we're like, well, those things, those things seem hard, but they're, they're really, that's only, again, like this belief system that we have around it. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. In fact, like going for a short walk when you've had a stressful day means that maybe instead of overeating you know, times 10, it's by times three because you've actually done something proactive to bring that stress level down. And so it's not black or white. It's not like, oh, walk fixes it. It's like that is something that you can do. And one of the things I challenge my clients is, is is I know that you feel like you have sugar cravings. You have a sweet tooth. You have this like dependency on sugar because you've grown up on it. Mm -hmm. But like when's the last time you fed yourself a decent meal? (laughs) Like you're telling me you have sugar cravings at 11 in the morning, but you didn't eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. So yes, of course your body is like screaming at you. And of course you have that like reliance there. But what if instead of trying to play the willpower, you know, game or the discipline, like fight the discipline dragon, which is what I say, like, We, we want to actually start with, let's put some positive food in our body. Let's do some exercise this morning. I promise you the sugar cravings that go down. Yeah. They might not be gone. Yeah. And so again, like you were saying, the, if you go to, if I have a knee problem, and I've had a lot of knee problems um, from my time in the Navy, if I go to a knee surgeon and I say I have a knee problem, his solution is surgery. Yep. That is his job. Yep. He's not going to tell me all the other possibilities. Yep. And so we also have to start to look to different places for those answers. Yeah. And so, yes, there is going to be, you know, a place for medicine, but also what are you doing? Yeah, 100%. And I, I love that you deduced 
the noise surrounding health into those couple of simple things, right? Like you said, don't drink your calories. Don't buy it if you wouldn't have it on your worst day. Move your body a little bit every day and don't make fast food an option. Like mm-hmm. I think that one of the biggest issues that people have, and and you're welcome to call in and, and give your opinion on this, is that there is so much information. It's overwhelming. It's right. should I do the keto or should I do the paleo or should I do the slim fast diet or should oh, I'm aging myself yeah. here? Or should I do Jenny Craig, even yeah. more aging? You know, should I do any of these things? Well, the simple answer is yes, if it works for you. But the really simple answer is these four simply deduced points. And those are just the four sort of like boundary points. And then it's like feed your body. Yeah. With with a protein, with vegetables, with a quality carb and healthy fat. Mm-hmm. That's so simple. And I'm not saying it's easy. If you've never done it before, you have to learn. But right. it's doable. Yeah. I think, like you said in the beginning, to have the awareness that there's something that needs to change. If I don't, if you don't feel good, if you don't, if you don't feel like you're living to your potential, and you can't pinpoint why, this is where we start. Let's take a quick break, and I'm excited to continue this conversation. Yeah. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store. Almost 10,000 square feet. The Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel, along with way more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits, wines, and mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of ice-cold beer in their massive beer cave. Want to grab a quick bite for breakfast or lunch? Don't feel like cooking dinner? At the Lummy Bay Market, you'll find a great hot deli counter, including our brand new fried chicken, chicken tenders, and chicken wings with all the fix-ins. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where, where there's, there's more in the store. store. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Hi, this is Joe Tian from KGMI. We know you hear local businesses advertise with us every day, but did you know that when you do your holiday shopping online or in-store with a local business, nearly 70% of every dollar you spend stays right here in our community. That's better than a lump of coal any day. Thanks for letting us be part of your holiday. We'll see you at a local business soon. A holiday reminder to shop local from Cascade Radio Group and KGMI. Whatcom County and Northwest Washington offer endless beauty, and our phones make it possible for us to capture it instantly. And now KGMI is giving you another way to share your incredible pictures with Whatcom Wanderings. Just go to KGMI.com, look for Whatcom Wanderings, post your photos, and tell us where you took them. So share your pictures of our area's incredible beauty and complexity with Whatcom Wanderings at KGMI.com. 
The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 7996.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. The biggest hospital in the Gaza Strip has been mostly evacuated, says CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb. Dozens of critically ill people, including a number of premature babies who cannot leave, will remain there with a handful of doctors and carers. Israel denies claims that it ordered people to leave the hospital. A state judge in Colorado says Donald Trump's name can appear on the presidential primary ballot. KCNC-TV's Alan Janay. Donald Trump's campaign said this is another nail in the coffin of the un-American ballot challenges. Rain will fall in some parts of the country the first few days of Thanksgiving week, says National Weather Service meteorologist Bob Orovec. It's going to impact areas from the plains on Monday and then pressing eastward into the Midwest on Tuesday and then uh, late Tuesday into Wednesday along the East Coast. So it's going to impact a lot of people. Parts of upstate New York could get freezing rain or heavy snow on Wednesday into Thanksgiving Day. CBS News Brief. I'm Christopher Cruz. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. I am your host, Rachel Novak, here with my friend, Christy Campbell. We are discussing health, diet culture, mental, emotional, everything surrounding food. And where this really came from, guys, is that we've got to continue to work toward taking ownership of every single area of our lives, right? No one is coming to save you in any area, but it starts with us. It starts with how you feel. It starts with how you wake up, how you attack the world, and the value that you bring to the world. So the conversations that we've really had that Christy has outlined so beautifully is that, number one, you've got to become aware of the food, how it makes you feel, and what you're actually putting in your body. Number two, you've got to take ownership, right? Again, nobody is coming to save you. You have to take ownership over what you're doing, the decisions you're making, what you're putting in your body. Number three, and here we go into this segment, is that we've got to come to peace with the fact that the system is not necessarily going to support us being super healthy, eating super clean food, because it's not ridiculously profitable for them. It's not profitable for the system. And by the system, I mean the government, for corporations, for pharmaceutical companies, right? What's profitable for them is people dependent on medication, dependent on consistent doctor visits because of health problems perpetuated by our decision of what we put in our body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you go there with the hope that you're going to get a solution. But what you're not, what, what what's actually happening is that <clears throat> you're getting fed the next thing. So, for example, if, if you're not eating well, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not exercising, and now you're pre-diabetic, and you go to the doctor and they're like, here's your blood work and here are your medications, and you take the medications, but you don't change anything. Right then the, the answer is going to be more medication. Well, what if the, the body stays overweight? Now your joints are suffering. Mm -hmm. And so then now we go back to the doctor. You Now you're at that ortho doctor and you're like, my knees hurt. And they're like, the solution is lose a little bit of weight, but we got to do a knee replacement. Yeah. You know, and so they're not equipped to provide you with the solution that you need unless you luck out. Like you may luck out and find a really thoughtful doctor who, who has your 
like big picture in mind. And again, I think most of them have good intentions, but the system is not set up for you to succeed. It's set up to sell you the next medication. Yes. And even with the new weight loss medications, and again, I'm not judging or calling these bad or good. They are not set up for your long-term success because there's no plan for after. Yes. So the, the secret that they're not telling you behind the new weight loss medications is that once your health markers improve, your insurance will no longer pay for it. Mm-hmm. So if you used to pay $400 a month, that's about to jump to 1500 or $2,000 to stay on that weight loss medication. And then say you get off of it because you can't afford it. There's no plan for you to transition off. Right. And because of the way the medication works, you have lost a significant amount of muscle mass. You're going to put on weight so much faster now. Mm-hmm. And so they don't care. So I'm not saying the medication's bad or good. And I'm not saying sometimes things can't be used as a tool, but the system is not set up for you to succeed. Right. And when we start taking steps on our own and searching for solutions that will work for us in the long term, all of a sudden, then we start to feel better and we're not dependent on the system to solve it for us. That's exactly right. Because I, I again, like I, I don't want to dog on doctors. The, the ability for so many doctors in our country and in our Western world to save people's lives and to have the, the modern medication and the modern technology to do the things that people, when they really need them, is phenomenal. But- these weight loss companies, these weight loss medications, guys, they are set up for results, period. They're not set up for longevity, to Christy's point. So when we're talking about- Short-term results. Exa- exactly, right? They're like, okay, boom, you've lost your 30 pounds. And guys, what do we see? What do we see on social media? What do we see on you know commercials is the before and after. 90 days, 30 days, one year, like quick results. But there's no emphasis on an actual fundamental life t- lifestyle change to take that long term. Like, I don't know about you, Christy, but I plan on living old. Like, I want to get in, I want to be a three digit. Like, I want to be 104, right? Mm-hmm. So, if that's going to happen, then I need to make sure that what I'm doing right now is going to benefit every part of my body from my bones to my ligaments to my muscle mass, everything. And I so. want to be like, maybe I want to be 104, but I also want to be 65 and able to still go on hikes. 100%. I want to be yes. 70 Lifestyle. and going on yep. adventures and I want to feel good. And I don't necessarily want to have my body fall apart sooner than it needs to. So it's a perfect example we were talking about during the break is during my time in the Navy, I had a a knee surgery that went wrong and I ended up having 10 total knee surgeries because of this one mistake that happened. So my knee is not great. Mm -hmm. And I was told at age 30, I need a knee replacement and that basically I should quit all of the things that I do to be active. I need to get a knee replacement and that I just need to chill because that is what the doctor, the orthopedic surgeon, looked at my knee and said, this is what you got. This is your deal. But the thing is, is that that's not even true. Mm-hmm. Like, my scans look bad. My x-ray look bad. My MRI looks bad. There's nothing I can do about it. But what I can do is I can get strong. I can stay at a healthy body weight. I can eat well so that my body's not inflamed. Mm-hmm. I can do a whole lot of things to push that knee replacement as far as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, maybe I won't need one. Yeah. And so they don't get to decide. Yeah. I do. And again, it's not to just disregard the advice of the doctor. It's to say you don't get to decide all of these other things that will impact that knee condition. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So um, speaking of what you get to decide to do, right, what you get to decide to put in your body, uh, Colleen, thank you so much for calling in and asking a very, very important question, which is what is something healthy to munch on? Like if, if, I, if I can't have Oreos, Christy, because mama loves Oreos. Mm-hmm. But if I, I can't, love Oreos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what is something, Colleen wants to know, and I'm sure many listeners want to know, what is something healthy to munch on that you can actually enjoy? Give us well, a couple ideas. One of my favorite tips um, 
and I actually learned this because I used to do some nutrition classes at the hospital in Everett um, for pregnant and postpartum moms. And one of the reasons that they have morning sickness is because of the blood sugar regulation. So like your blood mm -hmm. sugar drops and so you get, you feel sick. So you eat, mm -hmm. right? And you grab carbs, which is what we're trained to eat. So when we're thinking about what can we snack on munching, it's carbs, right? Sure. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so one of the tricks that I learned <clears throat> and taught them was we just have this rule, no naked carbs. Hmm. And so tell me more about that. So what it means is that if you want to munch on carbs, go ahead and have some, give yourself a portion size. I'm not even going to say you can't have some of the like fun ones, right? Like if you want to have some chips, put a couple chips in a bowl, have a portion. Sure. But why don't you go ahead and pair that with some protein and healthy fat? Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is that munching, the sort of mindless snacking mm -hmm. will turn into feeling satisfied. Like that was a really good snack. Like I enjoyed that. And I had, you know, a little tiny bit of almond butter on this thing. And now I'm, I'm full. I'm good. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that, again, instead of restricting it and saying, I can't snack, then now this no naked carbs thing means that we're having a much more balanced snack and our bodies are going to interpret that different and we'll feel satisfied. So popcorn can be fun. I think fruit that's cut up like apples can feel crunchy, especially if you cut it up. It can slow you down. You can mm -hmm. put some almond butter with that. Mm -hmm. um, I think having some like little things that I mean, it depends on what you enjoy. And yeah. that's why I always tell my clients, it depends. Yeah, are you salty? Are you sweet? Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I think part of the trick with snacking is, again, pair it, but also portion it. Mm -hmm. So if you are somebody who's busy and you are like, I grab it and I just want to have something, well, then go ahead and take a little bit of time on Sunday and take that giant bag of kettle corn that you get from Costco and go ahead and put it in little bags. Mm -hmm. I could pound that entire thing <laughs> of kettle corn. So I was going to say, like, I get, like, one thing, about, I could eat the whole thing the in whole one sitting, thing. if you're doing it mindlessly, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so a really simple way to set yourself up for success, and I always have this little saying, like, don't trust future you. I love it. <laughs> so love it. Oh my is God. to go ahead and take that, put it in little bags, and so then when you're really busy or you're like, hey, I'm going to sit in front of the TV, grab a bag, you're good. Mm -hmm. And it'll slow you down at least because you're going to have to go back for another one. Right. And Which so then you think and you're like, <laughs> then, and here's the best question to ask yourself. What do I need right now? Like sometimes we're like, I need, I need something. And we go to the pantry, we go to the fridge. Well, what actually do you need? Do you need a hug? Hmm. Do you need a conversation? Do you need a break? Do you need a meal? Do you need some water? Do you need a snack like all of these things could be what you need but we don't even ask we're like i need something let me go grab something from the pantry right and what you might need is one of those other things yeah and it's, if you start to ask yourself that you can give yourself what you need it's, it's such an incredible point because again kind of tying back to how our culture always comes down to pleasure right it always comes down to eating something that makes me feel good where um i've been having this conversation a lot with my 14 year old daughter who christy knows well They're, our kids are friends and Last night, you know, she and I were both kind of like roaming around the kitchen. It was between like meal five and meal six. And so we're kind of like, oh, I'm snacky. Like I need something, you know. And she kind of looks at me. She's like, mom, I think we need some water. And it was like the realization that a 14-year-old girl can have from all these conversations we've been having is, is that simple. Like it's not always something that we need to fill our stomach. Sometimes it's a hug. Sometimes it's it's some sort of emotional connection. Sometimes it's I need to go for a walk and get fresh air. Break. Sometimes be it's, by myself. Exactly. Sometimes it's, you know, I need to go listen to like my favorite song and have a mental break. Or, you know, like there's so many facets that tie into our body's physiological state that it's not always just the food. It's not always just the intake. Sometimes it's the emotion. Sometimes it's the mental, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I love that concept. And Colleen, I hope that was helpful for you because, you know, setting ourselves up for success 
that which sounds so cliche when I say that on the radio, if I'm totally honest. But setting yourself up for success to not trust future you. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that because mm-hmm. I don't like no. if if I'm on my worst and there's Oreos in my house. That's what I'm saying. 100. Like, worst day. I mean, yeah. Like I'm not trusting future me. And and here's the beautiful thing about this too is because we're not labeling foods bad or good. We're not saying you're a bad person because I mean, again, we've been conditioned for this since we're little, but we're going to take ownership over that. We're not mm-hmm. going to just stay in that same old system that's not serving us anymore. We're going to start taking care of our bodies. What starts to happen is that things that are more of a treat become much more enjoyable because sometimes what you need or what you want is just to enjoy something that tastes good with people that you love. Mm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you're in the summer and you can just share that ice cream cone with your kids or your grandkids or your friend and you're like, this is so good (laughs) and just enjoy it and not think, oh, well, I have to get on the elliptical machine for an hour or, oh, I'm going to go home and eat 75 Oreos and a bag of popcorn because you already started to take care of yourself in a new way. And so now it's like, well, those treats also become less guilty mm-hmm. because they become something you can just enjoy. I love that. And I, I do think that there are so many people out there. And again, please feel free to call in and comment on this if you want to, because so many people are made to feel guilty for even wanting something that's, quote, bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we build a life where the goal is to feel good, but the goal is to also be aware enough and understand enough that it's not always your favorite food doing that. Like sometimes taking care of yourself and feeling good is eating the healthy food that's not profitable, that's not diet food, but it makes you feel good afterward. Mm-hmm. And that that was kind of the main conversation that I've been having with my 14-year-old who's in a very transformational time in her life, a freshman in high school, because this is the time that she could go one way and have crazy low self-esteem because she doesn't understand and because she feels ashamed and judged or she can take ownership and take control of what she's putting in her body and control then how she feels and how she looks. So it's an incredibly powerful mindset to adopt. And I think that's an incredibly powerful tool for sure. So um, we are going to take a quick break and then Christina will be back to continue this conversation. Awesome. This is Dick Donahue with Asset Advisors, and I'm sharing with you a very exciting announcement. I have made the decision to rejoin LPL Financial Services. I originally joined what was then Private Ledger in December of 1981 as one of about 300 representatives. I rejoin them now with over 21,000 representatives, over $1.3 trillion under management, and LPL is now part of the S&P 500 Index. In addition to discussing the latest financial news each week on Wealth Wake Up here on KGMI, I will share with you some of the reasons for this decision. Please join us at 11 a.m. each Saturday for our live Wealth Wake Up show or our 9 a.m. show on Sunday mornings here on KGMI. The opinions voiced in this show, program, podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable to you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Thursday night football comes to Seattle on Thanksgiving night as the Hawks host the San Francisco 49ers at Lumen Field. We want to make your turkey day extra special and send you to Seattle for the NFC West showdown. We're giving away two tickets to one lucky listener as the Hawks host the Niners on Thursday, November 23rd, Thanksgiving night. To get registered, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then find the Seahawks vs. 49ers sweepstakes and fill out a registration form. Entries close November 21st at 12 p.m. For more details, visit this station's website. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. 
Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Good morning and welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. This is Rachel Novick, your host, Novak. Novak is my last name. You should know your name. I should know (laughs) my name. Uh, This has been a fun conversation. I'm here with my friend Christy Campbell, owner of Fit Me Coaching and Nutrition. And we've been talking a lot about taking ownership of your life when it comes to food, when it comes to energy, when it comes to emotional and mental health, right? There's so much that I think people underestimate how much they can actually control and a big part of our culture, like we talked about, is marketing to us the results, right? The 30-day, the 90-day transformations, as opposed to really taking a long-term approach. Because, guys, it's just not profitable. It's not profitable mm-hmm. for businesses to say, hey, do these things for 10 years, and in your 60s, 70s, you're going to live a long life. Like that, That's not profitable for them right now. So, again, walking through the steps, we have to become aware of what we're putting in our body and what the intent for a lot of the marketing to us in this world does. We have to take ownership over what we're putting in our body and how that connects to, you know, what, how we feel, what we may need. Instead of snacking, maybe we need a hug. Instead of, you know, eating an entire jug of kettle corn, maybe we need to take a walk, right? Um, Christy had this phenomenal phrase. It says, never trust or don't trust your future you. That means setting yourself up for success is going to set your future self up for success, which is literally the point. I don't know about you, but we don't want to live a long time. So when it comes to controlling your intake, controlling, um, you know, how that affects mental and emotional health, because, again, so many doctors are incredible and wonderful, wonderful people, and their intent is always good, but they're equipped to help treat the symptoms, and they're not necessarily always going to give the advice to create a, pre- a prevention, right, of, of a poor mental health state. And so when you're working with clients, which you've worked with, you know, hundreds, hundreds. of hundreds of one-on-one clients and coach, group coaching clients, what is kind of a correlation that you see? Like what is, what is that, that one thing of that light bulb that comes on where people go, I've become aware and I can see the correlation between this activity and my mental health state or emotional state. Can you kind of speak to maybe that connection over the hundreds of people that you've coached before? It starts with being unwilling to accept where, what your current reality is. And so if you're coasting and you're not eating well and you're not taking care of yourself and nothing is really affecting you and you're just, I mean, you might not wake up from that. To be honest, that's why we have so many problems is because we can coast for so long with these medications, with all this stuff being fed. If we're on autopilot. Right. But sometimes we get to this moment where like, this is no longer acceptable. It's no longer acceptable that I can't hang out with, I can't chase my kids or that I get tired or that my knees hurt all the time or that I can't sleep or that I have no energy or that my, I'm so overweight that I'm getting ready to be put on medication or I'm considering weight loss surgery or whatever. This is no longer acceptable. So that moment mm-hmm. is when we start to wake up. And then when we wake up, all we need to do is not 
try to find the quick fix because they're not set up for success. Again, it's just the flip side. Right. When you're in when you're an autopilot and you're just consuming everything they're giving you, well, that's not setting you up for success. You can flip the switch and be like, I need a change. And still we have to be skeptical of yeah. these things that are put in front of us as the solutions. Because again, what we actually need is to say, like, I am unwilling to accept this status quo and I'm going to make some changes. But when we own what those changes need to be, then we just start to put them in place one at a time. And it doesn't have to be overnight. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. It can be as simple as like I'm taking, I used to drink seven sodas a day and now I drink three. So hold on, say that again, Christy, because I think another myth that people have about changing their life, changing their health, how it's going to affect them is that they have to implement everything right now. And that's when the majority of failure happens, right? People can't drastically and dramatically change their lifestyle overnight. And yeah, and as a coach, I think that people tell me that they're an all or nothing person, like they're bragging and mm. that's some sort of badge of honor. And I look at it as, well, that has not worked for you. Yeah. How has that worked for you? And it hasn't. Right. And so if you want to stick with all or nothing and wait for the perfect season when you can go all in and you've got the time and the money and the resources, the energy to finally dedicate to your health, fine, it'll never happen. Right. Or we can try something different, which is go from seven sodas to three. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe you can't work out an hour a day yet, but can you walk for five minutes? Like, can we start to move the needle forward? And almost always the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. I've yet to meet a person who the answer isn't yes. But that's a hard ego pill to swallow, Mm -hmm. because if you want to be all in and you want those results right now and you're sick of feeling the way you feel, we we really do want to feel better. Of course. And so the ego pill is it's going to take some time. And you can make dramatic and drastic changes. I'm down for that. But be committed to those for the long run. Right. Let's not join the gym and go for an hour a day for seven days and then never go back. Right. Um, We need to start doing something that you could see yourself doing a year, two years, three, four, five from now. And so in coaching, those are the conversations that really help someone take these positive steps forward. And then what happens is those steps build confidence. There's no magic pill that you take in the mirror that are no magic pill that you take that one day you stand in front of the mirror and you're like, oh, I have a better relationship with food. I feel more self-confident. You earn that from these small steps. Absolutely. So when you're saying, okay, I need something and I'm choosing, I'm actually going to, I need a meal. Like I'm going to go ahead and put together my best version of a healthy meal. It may not be perfect. That's fine. And I'm not going to snack on that. You're changing your relationship with food right now and your body. Mm-hmm. When you're like, I'm worth it to go to the gym, even if it's for 10 minutes, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. You're building confidence. No one can give those things to you. And so that's coaching. That's really like my passion is helping people unlock those doors and then start to feel better. Yeah, that's such an incredible point and something that I preach a lot on my podcast, on my who I train, who I coach, is confidence is not something that people are born with. That's one of the a huge misconception that, you know, that, that person just came out confident and they've just have never seen them not confident. Guess what? People you, you look up to who are incredibly confident, who have accomplished great things, they have earned those things by continuing to take small steps and keep the smallest promises that they've made to themselves. Like the smaller, the better in the beginning, because those promises will get bigger that you keep making to yourself. And a promise is like, I'm tomorrow, I'm going to eat this way or Monday, I'm going to eat this way. So the smaller that you can make those promises up front, to your point, the smallest change, seven sodas to three, or not having five Oreos immediately after, or whatever, right? 
the smaller, the better in the beginning to be able to take those baby steps to build the confidence to create better self-worth because that's all going to compound over time. Yeah, and when we're careful with what we say we're going to do, it also starts to change. So, for example, it's so common. We're getting ready to go into January, and everybody's going to make these New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. And 99% of the people are going to break them. So you just broke a promise to yourself. Yeah. So when we're talking about how do you build a better relationship with yourself, how do you build more self-confidence, stop breaking promises to yourself. Right. And that might start by not making a, a ridiculous New Year's resolution that you don't plan to keep. Exactly. Make a smaller one and exactly. keep it and build that self-confidence and start to trust yourself. And you know what the other thing is, is we're not perfect. Even in our regular relationships, you might make a commitment or promise to someone and then not be able to keep it, mm -hmm. but you own it. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and do your best to repair it. It's the same. Yeah. It's like, I want to go to the gym three times this week. I've made that commitment to myself. And maybe life goes haywire one of those days. And it just doesn't happen. Instead of feeling like I'm a failure, I'm a piece of crap. Instead, it's or just saying, I can't do this. I'm going to wait till a better season. It's like, nope, that didn't work. Well, maybe I can squeeze something in on mm -hmm. this day. Um, or what do I need to do next week so that that won't happen? That's how you build that positive relationship. Mm -hmm with yourself mm -hmm, 100% so when it comes to as we're kind of winding this down when it comes to becoming aware I think that you've done a great job of that just today so if you're listening today and you've kind of had maybe an aha like oh shoot like maybe I do need to pay more a little more attention to this part um, when it comes to taking ownership what are maybe one or two top tips to not overwhelm your new year's resolution but actually implement things little things that can you can actually do consistently to make an, a starting change mm -hmm. I mean it goes back to the basics like it's it's a, if, if I had some kind of secret things in my pocket I would probably be a bazillionaire <laughs> 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 but ultimately those basics that we talked about before are some of the things I would say to start with if you are sitting most of the day I would encourage you to start walking moving in any way and I know it's cold and crappy in Washington, but there's plenty <laughs> yeah. of places to walk inside. Yeah. Um, and so find one of them or invest in a walking pad. You can find them on Amazon for not super expensive and commit to walking. That mm -hmm. could be a really super small, simple thing you can do. Um, I also think, again, think about how certain things make your body feel. So, for example, if you are somebody who drinks two glasses of wine every night before bed, not bad or good. I'm just saying that's going to make your body feel a certain way. It impacts your sleep. It's definitely going to make you gain weight over time. All of that. That's 14 drinks a week. What if it was seven? Mm -hmm. You know, so then start to think like, can I cut back on some of the stuff that's not really serving me mm -hmm. and make it reasonable? If you can't commit to seven, then commit to 10 mm -hmm. and just start giving yourself an honest opportunity to make a step forward. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do that in your New Year's resolution, it'll feel different. It's not going to be like, I, I commit to losing 40 pounds this year. Great. 40 pounds awesome. But if you're 260 pounds, you know how much you know much weight would you need to lose for it to matter? 26 pounds. 10% mm -hmm. of your body weight is where you really start to see the improvements in health markers. So yeah. if you're 260 pounds, let's start with just the beginning. Let's yeah. lose that first 20, 20 pounds. Yeah. And would you recommend for people, you know, as we're getting into the season, of course, there's going to be a lot of treats. There's going to be a lot of food. There's going to be a lot of temptations sure um how would you help people frame their mindset around you know it's not good or bad but i want to indulge or i don't want to indulge what i like to encourage my fit me people to do is to look at the calendar between now and the new year's and pick out the occasions that you are most excited about the ones you genuinely look forward to they are the special ones and it could be three four five it could be that special work party that's awesome every year it could be like 
the cookie exchange with the people from your preschool class, whatever. The ones you know there's treats at, but you're pumped. You want to go. You want to be a part of it. You want to enjoy it. Pick those out and circle them on your calendar. And then outside of that, just ask yourself, is this really something I need or want right now? Mm -hmm. Love it. And then that will help. I love it. Well, guys, this has been such a fun day. Christy, I am so incredibly appreciative that you've joined us today. Guys, so if fun. you how do we get a hold of you, Christy? On Instagram at Christy May Campbell. That's the best way. And then Perfect. I have a podcast called Fit Me Coffee Talk. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Rachel Novak, Christy Campbell. Have an excellent Saturday and go own the day. Woohoo.